Welcome to the Athlete Insights Podcast, hosted by Yash Pad Day, a podcast focused on letting athletes tell their journeys in their sport. This podcast is presented by Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better. Welcome into another episode of the Athlete Insights Podcast, sponsored by Boxed Water. Boxed Water is better. Today I've got my guest, Christian De La Cruz. He's an offensive lineman for Portland State University. Um, so, Christian, thank you for uh, taking the time in and uh, and joining me and um, joining me to talk about your your football career and kind of go through and kind of dissect your your football journey. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, no worries, no worries. So, starting off at the the early years um, with your football career, what made you um, go with football and pursue football or uh, fall in love with football versus say basketball or, um, you know, in hockey or, uh, baseball or, uh, any other sport, what, what stood out to you about football? Uh, I'd say, uh, I have three older brothers mm-hmm. and two middle brothers. They both played football. Uh, so football has always been a part of my life ever since I was young. And mm-hmm. I'd say the earliest memory I'd have is just being in the front yard. My brother had, a one of those football shields, like those ones that you punch. And he would just have me like running through it and tackling and stuff. And I was probably like five or six years old. So mm-hmm. that's when I first got introduced. But uh, growing up, I never had money to play tackle football. Okay. Uh, my parents couldn't afford it. So I didn't start playing a real organized football until I was a, a freshman in high school. So that's that was the first time I started playing football. And I started as a defensive lineman and uh, fell in love with it from ever since. But- uh what made you kind of what drew you to that offensive line kind of going off that or defensive line position versus say a tight end um or uh other positions uh along the uh within football uh so watching football you know you always see the skill position guys you always see who has the ball yeah uh, like quarterbacks wide receivers dbs like mm-hmm. uh the small skinny guys but i was a pretty chubby kid uh mm-hmm. coming out of middle so yeah uh, I had to play offensive line or defensive line but I grew up watching Aaron Donald you know he was one of my favorite players so I wanted to play D-line but uh I didn't make the into offensive line until I had knee surgery my sophomore year and I gained 40 pounds I was 260 I ended up at 300 my junior year so okay oh you're too big to play D-line you're too slow so we'll move you to online and um I fell in love with that ever since yeah no and I've I've worked in football from my undergrad at ball state to memphis to now uh here at uh, northern colorado where i'm at um get my doctorate and so um i've seen guys one of our i one of my uh good friends at ball state his name's danny pinter he transitioned from a tight end to an offensive lineman so i've oh, seen wow. guys transition from a tight end that's kind of why i was I was asking you, I was like, oh, did you consider tight end or any other position? Because I've seen guys, especially at that tight end position, um, transition um, into an offensive lineman or an offensive tackle um, type of role. But yeah, that's super, super cool. You've you've stuck with the line position and you've done a really you've done a great job um, so far at that that uh, at that position and, and where you're at. And so uh, you talked about you didn't start playing organized football until high school. So let's jump right into your high school um, career so far. Can you kind of um, expand on what your experience in high school playing football was like um, and kind of how that shaped you to where you, where you've been today? Yeah. So uh, 
when I started my freshman year, um, I was, wasn't conditioned at all. Uh, I wasn't ready. My body wasn't ready for sports. So first mm -hmm. time I actually did real team workouts was really tough, but mm -hmm. uh, I fell in love with football so fast. So I, I got through it. I played defensive line, uh, one defensive MVP on my team for fresh for freshmen. So I played, I played varsity at the end of the end of the season, mm -hmm. uh, sophomore year. I got hurt weightlifting and I tore my meniscus. So I missed that whole sophomore season. Okay. And then until junior year when I came back that I thought I was going to come back, play defensive line, you know, uh, make plays at that end. But they told me, uh, yeah, we need you at center. We need you at tackle and we need you to uh, block the big guys up front. Cause you're too slow to, to chase a quarterback or a running back down. So I was like, all right, I got you guys. So uh, mm -hmm. junior was awesome. Uh, we were a lower division school in San Diego. So, um, we kind of got overlooked a lot, but we played up to our competition. We played a lot of uh, better schools and we ended up winning a championship my junior year. Um, mm -hmm. My running back, he had eight touchdowns in our championship game. He was a baller. He went to UCLA. Uh, mm -hmm. He's now at Louisiana. We had some studs on that team. Uh, Blake Schmidt, Seabass uh, Valdez, shout out my guys. Okay. Uh, both the defensive linemen at Montana State. Uh, yeah. You, you saw how that game went there, number 95. You saw how he was making plays. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we had a pretty good team for the, for the talent. They considered us uh, in our county. So, yeah, mm -hmm. we went – we won a championship our junior year and then senior year. Um, we went 9-1, and one, uh, went to the first round of playoffs, had a bye week. So, actually, we went to the second round and we lost. So, uh, had a 9-1 and one season, got – for second round exit so that's how my pretty much my high school uh career went yeah and uh yeah played in some all-star games um yeah i only had one division two offer uh one naia offer coming out of high school so i decided to go to junior college after that uh-huh and that's that's kind of um before we we kind of talk about your junior college um experience and kind of the transition into d1 um, football when you made the transition to Northern Colorado. Um, it seems from what you've told me is you're a very adaptable, uh, adaptable player. You know, you, they, they moved you from the defensive line to the offensive line. You adapted well um, to what you'd done, but what was the biggest uh, challenge and hurdle that you had to go through when you made that transition into like being a center um, or being an offensive lineman versus coming from the defensive line? Um, uh things I'll say making that transition one was obviously not getting as much shine or recognition as you would like getting a tackle or yeah forcing a sag getting or forcing a fumble or mm -hmm. bat batting a ball down or something like that you're literally just blocking and trying to get your guys to score which uh was pretty selfish of me thinking about it back at the time but you know you you kind of like that 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 shine that recognition but as long mm -hmm. as my got to score behind me you know, that's what I live for and that was probably one thing and the second thing was uh, learning how to play a real offensive line play. Um, guys are running at you full speed instead of you getting a head start and, and getting at an advantage going towards them. So you're kind of, especially during pass protection when you're sitting back and you're waiting for a guy. So position, mm -hmm. uh, but everything else was pretty much so, uh, smooth. My coaches helped me out a lot mm -hmm. and uh, was able to make that transition pretty smoothly. But my real uh, – great transition was after high school when I went to junior college I learned a lot more after that for sure for sure and you mentioned the recruiting uh process there a little bit out of high school you said you had a d2 offer and an NAIA offer um can, can you talk about that those a little bit and kind of what led your decision making to go that that juco route 
Yeah, so my first Division II offer came around December time of uh, 2018 after the high school season. It was mm -hmm. from Black University, and then my NAI offer, NAI offer was from Waldorf University. And um, nothing against that that type of uh, that level of competition. It's a great level of competition, but I just felt like I could personally I could play higher. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, seeing who were some of the guys ended up on my team uh, it was really inspiring. So I wanted to shoot uh, myself. I want my goal was to play up with them. So I decided to take the junior college route. I saw how uh, successful it made a lot of people. Um, so just took a leap of faith and decided to take that route. And um, pretty much en uh, ended up pretty smoothly. Mm -hmm. And how, how was that uh, junior college experience for you? Um, if you could kind of talk about it a little bit more in detail. Kinda how was that, that, uh, that experience for you at the junior college level? And how well did that, do you think that prepared you coming into the the division one um level of college football with at uh within the big sky conference now yeah uh juco was a huge developmental period for me um my offensive line coach my freshman year uh coach Wilmersher, he was yeah. a, a the line guru back in san diego so i was training with them uh back in my junior and senior year uh just doing offensive line work and he was already the offensive line coach there so mm -hmm. uh, i was pretty decision to choose my junior college coming out of high school and uh he's worked with so many guys that have moved past on and uh have done great things in football so he was just a kind to uh, learn under and soak soak a lot of knowledge and information from he's very knowledgeable and he's legit like an offensive line like sensei like if there was like a dojo for offensive line play like he's the sensei he's the guru right there so yeah he's a lot in my freshman year I learned a lot but unfortunately my freshman year I was 340 pounds. I was working at Pizza Hut trying to uh, make the money in junior college. So it was kind of rough. Yeah. But um, that time uh, I learned a lot. And then 2020, I missed because of COVID year. But 2021, uh, I played my sophomore season in Juco. And uh, that was when I was really got to expand. I had to play left tackle. Yeah. I played out of position because I used to, I was usually just an interior guy. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, forcing myself to, uh, kind of step out of my comfort zone and learn learn another new position that was new to me. Yeah, um, it really helped me learn uh, all aspects of offensive line play. So, junior college was really really helped a lot, especially the speed of the game coming from high school. It's a huge jump, and yeah. I would say high school then junior college then playing at UNC, playing Big Sky players. It's, it was a gradual level change, but it, yeah. it's so far so. Hey folks, if you haven't heard, I've partnered with Boxed Water. Boxed water is better because it's made from 92% renewable material. It also comes in a variety of flavors such as grapefruit, cucumber, lemon, and their newest summer flavor, watermelon. So head on over to BoxedWaterIsBetter.com and grab some boxed water for yourself today. Now, let's get back to the episode. Like you said, you've been at all three, the high school level, uh, JUCO, and... Uh, the division one level now at the big sky um, outside of speed. Is there any other major differences or changes that you've seen at those three, uh, three levels when you compare the three? Yeah. So speed of the game was a huge aspect that I, I had to change. I had to adjust to is a lot faster than high school going into junior college, but um, I touched on it earlier, but kind of cut out, but um the mental side and the mental aspect that comes along and the maturity aspect of uh, moving up in level. Um, 
in high school, you, you got a counselor and you got small classrooms and teachers know you personally where you move up to college and professors have a thousand kids they have to take care of and, and teach at the same time. So it's yeah. it's not personable. So you kind of have to really hold yourself accountable. And, and on the football side, mm -hmm. uh, mental and, and the uh, maturity aspect as well, yeah. uh, not down on yourself when, when things get rough, holding yourself accountable. Um, For sure order to help the team out whenever you got to do it's 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 a lot um and it's a big change so for sure and how much of football uh you just touched on it there mental uh, mental side of things as well because a lot of people see football i'm a big golfer like i i go that's my that's a passion of mine and golf is like 90 percent mental um yeah. but being around football so much i've i've come to realize when i first started i was like well there's, there's a major physical aspect to football I didn't realize how much of a mental, how much of a mental game it would be. And so how much would you say uh, from your perspective, how much of football for you is mental versus the physicality of it? Um. Wow. Yeah. I would say the mental aspect is pretty much up there with the physical talent aspect, but I think even more because like that uh, corny saying goes kind of yeah. um, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't be hard work. So yeah in the game when you have when you go through trials and tribulations uh, stuff isn't going your way it's mm -hmm. all about memory what can you do in the next play instead of you know sitting down and, and thinking about it because you're you're not no one's a perfect player uh things yeah. are gonna go sometimes. Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure you, golf perspective you swing at a at 100 balls at least one of them is going to be like uh that one wasn't wasn't the best but it's all yeah. about the next right yeah so yeah in football it's the same exact way it's mm -hmm. it's about the Prep. It's about the next play. It's okay. I could take this in. This is what I messed up on. This is what I'm gonna do next time. But don't sit on it and yeah. and your confidence because you build confidence through repetition. And the more yeah. you go, the better you're gonna get. So mm -hmm. I would say that mental aspect is very important. You got to be very mentally tough to 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 uh, go through football. So for it's sure. it's very important. It's a huge aspect. For sure. For sure. And now you you spent 2022 here at Northern Colorado, and now you've um, transferred to to Portland State. Um, and so kind of want to get your perspective. I, I talked to Joe Golden, uh, my previous uh, episode, a previous couple episodes ago about his experience in the transfer portal. Um, I just want to get your perspective as like, how how was the transfer portal? What was the experience like and how was it different from, say, coming out of high school um, and that rec the recruiting process there um, versus the transfer portal itself? Yeah. So coming out of high school, I, I didn't really get the exposure uh, okay. that I needed. Um, I honestly wasn't good enough to go at, at a high level that I wanted to play at either. So okay. taking junior college first definitely helped. Yeah. And uh, at first recruiting time I got uh recruited out of my 2021 JUCO season that first period of recruiting yeah. um it was it was awesome I, I've never experienced anything like that schools calling me and and yeah. talking to time and getting me out on visits so that was awesome and then going through the transfer portal um I wasn't sure what was going to happen it was really nerve-wracking I registered last season at UNC yeah um, I, I wasn't sure how how schools would see that uh mm -hmm. so it was very nerve-wracking but taking another leap of faith and trusting in God is just, it was a huge step and I had to trust whatever happened, whatever he leading me to. And um, throughout the recruiting process, I was lucky enough to, I was blessed enough to receive an offer from Portland state. Um, 
receive a good amount of other FCS offers from great programs, Division two programs. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I got to stay in the big sky, and it was a, it's a huge opportunity. I'm looking forward to it. So this recruiting process, the second time around, it was definitely harder um, yeah. than coming to college. There's a lot more options for me. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, it was, it was an amazing opportunity, and I'm at where I'm at now. So. Yeah, and big the Big Sky is like one of the stronger FCS uh, conferences um, within within the the FCS. So um, it's it's great that you're able to to stay in the Big Sky with the and can still compete and have the strong competition that the that this conference within the FCS offers. And so um, yeah, no, it, it's great that uh, you know you've you've ended up in a place where feels like home and that's that's the other thing with the transfer portal or wherever you and wherever players end up it's you want to make it feel like your home make it feel like you um make it feel like you're comfortable um wherever you're at and it seems that portland state and that the the uh offer you got from them um that you're you're comfortable and you're you feel like you're at home out there in portland and so um to uh my kind of want to talk now about your goals and kind of your future. We talked about your early years here, talked about your high school career, kind of going uh, your JUCO career into your time at UNC, your transfer portal and everything, but talk about your future. Um, My, is it a fair, my fair assumption would be you would want to play your ultimate goal would be to play in the NFL. Um, Yeah. My fair assumption. So uh, based on, based off of that, um, which when you look at the league currently, um, and you look at the structure of teams, and I know you said Aaron Donald uh, is somebody that you idolize. So I, might, I think I have a hint of where this answer might be going. But what NFL team do you think would be the best fit for you if you were right now um, in going and and NFL teams called you up? What NFL team would be the best fit? Do you think for you? Wow. Uh... I grew up so growing up in San Diego. I was a huge Chargers fan, you know. Okay. Watching Tomlinson, you know, okay. uh, Antonio Gates, Philip Rivers, Antonio Cromartie, just some of the uh, players that mm-hmm. uh, uh, Vincent Jackson, UNC alum, right there. The alum, yeah, yeah. So just growing up watching those players, um, I I love the San Diego Chargers, and now that they're in LA, I'd I'd still love to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing how. Uh, the draft goes and how uh, players get picked up in free agency. Just yeah. you could really honestly end up anywhere. So I'd be blessed enough to get picked by any team. It would be yeah. a huge bust. Uh, just well, to, yeah, yeah. I'm a part of. It. So, but if I can choose personally, I would yeah. go to the Chargers. Chargers. But, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. that's interesting because I asked Joe uh, Golden from the previous episodes. Like I mentioned, I asked him a similar question, um, and he said he'd like to play for the Rams. So it'd be cool if we see two two former UNC guys in LA battling it out against each other. That'd be, that'd be, that'd, cool, be awesome. that'd be an awesome sight to see there. That'd um, be so, so yeah, um, that would be, that would be cool to see kind of um, that process, but yeah, it'd be the chargers. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're a great, great organization yet. I mean, you got Justin Herbert, one of the prominent premier quarterbacks in the league currently, um, so, um, you know, uh, that'd be, a, I feel like, oh yeah, that, that'd be a good, uh, good situation for you, um, as well. I agree, um, uh, on that side of things. And so now, um, before we kind of hit the end of the podcast, I want to, uh, do a little rapid fire, uh, segment, um, to kind of get to know you better and kind of get to get your opinions on, 
just just some fun fun questions uh, and, and some rapid fire. So are you you ready, Christian? Ah, right, for sure. I got you. Okay. Um, okay. Are you uh, are you an early bird or a night owl? A uh, night owl for sure. Night owl. Okay. Um, favorite uh, favorite professional football. You already answered that one. The Chargers. Your favorite professional football team. Hold yep. Up. Yep. Um, are you more? Uh, do you watch more YouTube or Netflix? Uh, YouTube for sure. I grew up on YouTube. So YouTube. Okay. Uh, staying on the theme of social media, are you more of an Instagrammer or are you more uh, on Twitter? Oh, uh, I'd say Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Okay. And I know in season you guys have to eat a certain way, eat certain meals. Um, you can't really cheat on stuff. But if what's your favorite cheat meal on a day, on an off day, or during the off season? What's your what's your favorite cheat meal there? Uh, I would have to say uh carne asada fries uh california burritos any type of taco shop burrito uh, okay i told myself that i could eat mexican food for the, every day for the rest of my life that's how much i love mexican food even though it's not good for me yeah it's the best it's the best so yeah oh here uh toughest toughest d lineman you faced so far in your career wow i would say my second year of junior college, I'll never forget this. I, my second game ever at left tackle, I played against the defensive end, who was about 6'5", like 260. Okay. He was already, he's already committed to the Cal, uh, and he had like five Pac-12, like Mountain West offers. I, I forgot. He had, he had a bunch of Power 5 offers done. I was like, yeah. this is my only this is only my second game ever at left tackle, and I'm playing against a guy that's committed to California already. And <laughs> yeah. It's, it's ended up at kansas and okay. the, the three tech defense alignment ended up at arkansas so i was like okay yeah so playing it was college of the canyons i'll never forget we got blown out in that game uh oh. but it, it was great competition and i'll i'll never forget those are some good dudes i won against but it helped, helped me develop my game so mm-hmm. um most memorable block uh or moment that you've had in your career whether it's high school juco um throughout your career what's the most memorable moment that you've you've had uh okay so in game i'd say i had i had a, I had a few pancakes I, I had a good amount of pancakes in high school <laughs> um, but uh there was one block where i'll never forget it, was, it wasn't even about me it was my running back my junior year we were playing in the in the semifinals, yeah and i outside zone and i pushed a dn out of the way mm-hmm. and my shot straight behind me and he hurled a hurdled one guy span yeah. around and scored like a 70 yard touchdown and i'll i'll never forget seeing that moment just feeling good blocking for in that moment was really good and then uh in practice i had my junior year i had a crackback block on the linebacker and you could hear like the sound of the pads like echo throughout the whole stadium because it was a practice so yeah uh, no fans no no uh stadium sounds or anything like that so you once i I got up and I hit him like it was it was pretty loud and it was awesome. And that was my one of my that was my one of my welcome to, to college moments. So sure. uh, those are two memorable blocks that I've had so far. For sure. And you've worn a variety of brands. I know Under Armour, Nike, um, Adidas, a variety of brands. What's your favorite brand or go to brand of, uh, you know, apparel or shoes? Um. Uh, I would say Nike, uh, mm-hmm. Nike. 
I was uh I loved Under Armour being at yeah. UNC. Yeah. It, all the equipment that they gave me. Um, yeah. but Nike just has so much more variety to choose from, and also they have more sp- position specific equipment that that mm-hmm. gets down to like the nitty gritty detail of what specific position you play, and it, it it's easier to use. So yeah. I'll, and now now you're in in Portland, which is very very close to Nike headquarters over there in Oregon. Right so. there. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. uh, so that's super nice. Um, okay. But and then the last one here. Uh, best best piece of advice you've received in your career Ah, oh, best piece of advice oh, that's a tough one i've i've learned so much from so many great uh inspirational people in my life that have yeah. played in in the uh, development of not only my football career but developing me as a person mm-hmm. um but i'd say the best piece of advice that i've listened to personally I was watching like a Denzel Washington motivational speech. I don't know if you remember, he was like at a commencement, okay. um, but he was like, he said, if you want something that you've never had, you have to do something you've never done before. And that's I was like, cool. wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to be great. You gotta, you gotta sacrifice so much. And that's what I took out of it. So yeah. um, now I'm apply that, apply that to my everyday life and uh, see what I could do to, to be my, the best version of myself and see yeah. where it takes. No. And, and that's great. And, you know, and I, I remember that speech and he went on and said, you know, a lot of people, why would you do something like when he, he was asked about kind of, he doesn't, you know, party, he doesn't do all this other stuff. And he kind of focuses on his career. And he said, I, why would I do something that everybody else is doing if I want a different outcome? So very related uh, statements there, but yeah, that's, that's a cool quote, um, cool piece of inspiration that you, uh, you imparted there. So appreciate that. Um, yeah, sure. that and, and going through that. And so we kind of ended the rapid fire segment here with that uh, advice question, because I wanted, it's a good transition into, I want to turn that um, question on to you. If you were uh, approached by any youth uh, football players or players in high school that want to take their career to the next level or want to be where you're at um, currently, um, what kind of advice would you, would you uh, give them? Um, and what, what kind of knowledge or what kind of inspiration would you provide the, the, the younger generation with? Yeah. So I would say, uh, for me, uh, if I was giving advice, I'd say, trust God, trust the process. Mm-hmm. Um, no, just know wherever he takes you, you're going to be okay. You're going to be all right at the end of the day, whether it's still in football or whether he has big, big dreams and aspirations, uh, still pursued in football for you. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he has everything great planned for you. And if, if you want to do something great, uh, like like I said in the quote from Denzel, um, yeah. if you want to do something. If you want to be something you've never been, you got to do something you've never done before. So sure. you you got to learn what to sacrifice and what it takes to yeah. uh, get to the next. Um, I wish I was told that earlier in my life. So For sure. um, that'd be a, a hint of knowledge, that, a hint of um, a key that younger kids, yeah, that, that yeah. I'll, I'll get them fired up and. And specifically, if you were talking to offensive linemen, what skill or quality would you um, tell the the younger generation of offensive linemen coming up that they would need to have to be successful um, at your college level and, and and where you're at right now? Uh, yeah. So touching on it earlier, the the mental aspect again, mm-hmm. um, 
just got to be mentally tough playing offensive line. You know, everything's not going to go away, you know. Yeah. Um, and having that aspect of teamwork, um, trusting the other four guys that are with you on the offensive line, you know, nothing works up front unless you have the other four guys all on the same page with you. So sure. um, building that relationship with your offensive line, being able to trust one another and having that family aspect is, is a huge key and being mentally tough. Like I said, someone might, you might give up a sack and uh, that might be the worst thing to you, but you've got to move on to the next play. Mm-hmm. And so really tough. And how can you take that and say, okay, I'm not going to do that again, but I'm not yeah. going to link. I would say those two things are pretty important as offensive line play. For sure. For sure. And mental toughness, uh, great advice for the offensive line and also in life as well. Um, wherever you go, you got to be mentally tough, mentally prepared for rejection, failure, whatever it may be. Like you said, it's going to happen. You just got to move on um, and keep going, keep moving forward. So Christian, that's all the time we have for, uh, for this episode of the athlete insights podcast. Um, you can follow, I'll have your um, Instagram and Twitter handle um, on the video. So when your viewers can follow you, um, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you go, yeah, make sure you go follow them down below. Uh, make sure you can, you follow or you um, watch this episode as well as the other episodes we have on my YouTube page of the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and, and like um, this episode as well as the others that I, I've posted as well. But Christian, I want to thank you for, for taking the time um, to kind of, again, chop it up with me about your football career so far and wish you the best of luck at Portland state and moving forward. Uh, wish you the most success moving forward and, and at Portland state as well. But until, uh, but with that being said, uh, we'll see you next time.